Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, we've had a windy week. Yep, that's the weather, not just the wife's endless pizza munching. Add to that, we haven't got any ums, errs here. Oh no, just the cold, hard facts and a bunch of weird neighbours. Either way, you're just going to love the always perpendicularly packed show. More so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. <laughs> Here at Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Ned Nat's Florida Island, we've had a very odd week. Yup, me corrupt relative Skip Natter is out of jail after convincing the sheriff that the fire in me trees was an accident and not arson. <laughs> I was hoping to get at least a five-year break from his dubious activities. Well, not just me. The entire world would have had a pleasant reprieve, for sure. (laughs) But no such luck this time around. I say this time around, yep, because around the next corner, Skip will find something new to torture us with, no doubt. And it will probably be illegal, too. In the farmhouse, I was still suffering from the endless banter of Winnie Winklestein, you know, competing with old Nan, until her daughter Wilmer and new hubby Luigi Spaghetti returned from their Las Vegas honeymoon vacation, yep, two days ago. The upside for me was she was leaving, though it's definitely a downside for me poor old Ferrari-obsessed tractor mechanic, yep. Mm. <laughs> Winnie, his new mother-in-law, is going to stay at Spaghetti Towers for another few weeks before heading back to California. Yeah. Well, that's sure to bring new meaning to that old expression. Yep, the honeymoon's over. (laughs) Oh dear, I can just imagine the wicked old crow listening at the bedroom door, passing judgment on whether Luigi takes care of business better or worse than Wilma's (laughs) ex-hubby. After all, Winnie has about as much tact as a stone thrower in a greenhouse. (laughs) Add to that drama, the wife Elsie is still under the weather, but still ignoring the doctor's orders yet to cut back on an unhealthy diet that is. Unfortunately, she's trying to eat her way back into good weather. (laughs) Yep, she'll never change. She's on the slippery slope and there's no stopping her. On the other hand, her best buddy beyond it, that's beyond it, Brandy Washington or BBW to Friends, yeah, another full-time, fully paid-up member of the Feed Me Too movement. She's now engaged to skinny old Frank the Stuffer fan, yeah, he's the guy beyond it managed to dig up on that Kruger dating website. Oh dear, Frank, the outright Stuffer fan, is a very happy man indeed. He longs to feed up women who don't really need feeding for his apparent pleasure oh dear skinny frank has definitely signed up for something this time yeah he's committed (laughs) you know i actually wonder if he should be that's none of my business is it no frank's proposal is set in stone yep diamonds on beyond its little finger there yep yep 
he's doting on her too with her every need, which, as you know, involves gluttony and numerous trips out to the fast food places and grocery store. <laughs> you know, the We Can Eat Buffy folks have got together and banned Elsie and Beyond It for good. Mm, they're citing public health, not prejudice. <laughs> By the way... You'll remember Frank also asked the wife Elsie if she'd come and live with him and beyond it once they get hitched. Yeah, trouble is, they'll still be within slipper distance. As Frank's new house sits right opposite me farm gate. Oh dear. <laughs> I can see all kinds of drama on the horizon. Yep, including me locking the gate. <laughs> yep, there's no way either of them would be able to climb over it anyway. Add to that, I have another deterrent. Me farm dog, young Clay. Yeah, he's not too keen on Frank either. Well, to be honest, he's not too keen on anyone. Also, now it's warmer and the fleas are hungry. <laughs> but leave me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations. Despite everything, I've still got that surge of conspiracy theorists trudging around me backfield looking for answers to what's now internationally known as a real-life conspiracy. It's me Cabbage Circle cover-up here at Two Meadows Farm. <laughs> Add to that, me call man relative Skipner is now fresh out of time with the sheriff on that potential ass and rap and back here, profiting from the whole thing. The first thing Skip did was walk around the field with a propane blowtorch and extra gas, you know, burning round shapes in the grass. Yep, he never gives up, you know, and I thought he'd be leaving fire alone since his last disaster in the woods. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, me corrupt relative never considers the consequences of his action. He's always thinking about a quick buck. Just recently, I watched him showing the latest mystery burn marks in me field, yeah, caused naturally, according to him, by something that must have produced one hell of a lot of heat. <laughs> well, I suppose that part is not a lie, really, is it? A propane torch does reach at least 2,000 degrees. Maybe a bit more if Skip has his mouth open whilst he's using it. <laughs> whilst on the subject of complete disasters, though, the sale of the nearby farm to a Georgia peanut farmer, yep, that's Peter the peanut guy. He reckons he's got the cleanest nuts in Georgia. <laughs> and now he's brought his organically grown nuts to Florida. <laughs> oh, well, things have been sort of hotting up, I suppose, at Ice Boy Nuts Ranch. Yeah, it's just the right name to conjure up conspiracies. Yep, this week, though, he threw a party for all his buddies. Over 100 cars and trucks showed up, and his nearest neighbour... <laughs> yep, that's me political commentating, buddy old Rush. He was hiding behind his largest granddaddy oak with a pair of brand-new, powerful binoculars. <laughs> He's still convinced the farm has nothing to do with peanuts at all and is really a covert CIA training centre. Oh <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nedmatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of conspiracies and unwelcome guests, have you noticed that just about every day of the week someone else has got a new podcast? Yeah, it seems as if you've got social media, you've got to have a podcast to go with it. Yep, before you remind me, I know all my shows are also saved as podcasts. But that's to make it easier for you, me lovely listeners, to listen to me at your convenience. But some of these new ones I've seen, they're just simple podcasts, aren't they? Really bizarre too, you know. 
The watching paint dry podcast, yeah, was the worst I'd heard for sure. <laughs> Starts out with a silly little giggle and that's it. Pure <laughs> silence for 30 minutes. But the others all seem to have three favourite similarities. Yep, that's um, er, and he, he, he. Yep, did someone really say something funny there? Or are they just filling in the dead air? <laughs> So, you know, I thought, well, it's perhaps time for me firm dog Young Clay to have his own podcast. Yep, at least that way you won't get to hear the um, ar and er. You will hear a bark, whine and howl every few minutes. And that's right, when me dog's not scratching those fleas or nipping his ticks, he never shuts up. Oh, dear. <laughs> that, of course, brings me, well, rapidly to something you never like to hear on a podcast or come to think of it here at all. On the other hand, I haven't seen one for witches just yet. Well, to be honest, I haven't really looked either. I mean, I don't need to yet, naturally or even unnaturally. I've got me almost antique, 95-year-old mother, old Nan, right here on the farm. <laughs> on the other hand, Nan's best gambling drinking buddy that's Toshika Zuki yep she's my daughter brother and black sheep the family Nelson that is wife in Beverly Hills sex therapist Heinz now 103 year old grandmother yep another long lasting specimen <laughs> hey as you know they were still in the company of Wilma's mother the younger crow Winnie Winklestein until two days ago but yesterday Nan and Toshiko took advantage of a unique offer yep Winnie treated them both to a day at the spa and they went for a makeover. <laughs> yep. It's a sophisticated place too, right near the beach, you know, see around here we've got mud. No, not mud packs, just mud. <laughs> the only time you'd have it on your skin was if you fell flat on your face. Yep, and that's closer to an hospital job, not a spa visit. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we've got some weird stuff living in the mud for sure. Add to that, some of it has six legs. Anyway, the old crows were gone for most of the day and unfortunately returned, looking much the same. Mm. <laughs> I reckon they should have put in for an estimate up front. After all, the spa would have been better prepared. Following the best part of 100 years of damage on both of them, a few hours of spa treatments hardly going to cut it, is it? <laughs> Add to that, Nan was highly stressed out. The spa was a non-smoking, healthy place, and that disturbed the old crow beyond reason. Yep, the world moves on all right, but me old mother stays the same. Yep, that's the reason why she's got crow's feet on her lips. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre moaning old mother and her proclivities, I'm still having these really weird dreams. They return with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap. Never in bed. This time, though, I'd settled down in my farm office quite nicely again. Yeah, it's me final and only refuge round here. Once I drifted off into a peaceful sleep, I began to see me neighbour Rush spying on his new neighbour when suddenly a bunch of guys emerged from Peanut Pete's red barn and began to open fire on poor old Rush. <laughs> Naturally, I began to run to Rush's rescue. Yep, remember this? What a dream. Oh dear, well, when I finally got to Rush at dream speed, of course, I found him rapidly sinking. Yep into a huge pile of peanuts. <laughs> That's right, no real bullets, just nuts. 
I work with a start. Yeah, I think I might have had a peanut allergy and there tapping on the office window was the man himself. Yeah, Rush with a fantastic story about how the CIA are using peanuts as weapons. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> he reckons they force feed their enemies with peanuts after they've discovered their allergies. Hmm. I hope they don't catch up with me. After all, I'm allergic to the wife. Yeah, and that'd be in cannibalism, wouldn't it? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams, me scruffy fireman Ding Dang was hiding the whole time Skip was with the sheriff. The odd thing is you never hear much about Ding Dang's love life anymore. And to be honest, that's hardly surprising, is it? Yet most women are wary of being anywhere downwind of him. <laughs> this week, me delinquent fireman is dating. Yeah, and I soon learned why it's all going so well. Yep, she's in prison right now. <laughs> Ding Dang's dating an inmate. Yep, it sure brings new men into safe sex. And believe me, she doesn't know just how lucky she is. Yep, using the barrier method, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Besides that, believe me, Ding Dang's far too out of tune for the rhythm method either. Add to that, he was introduced to his latest girlfriend by his pastor. Not always the route to a perfect match, I'd say. You know, Ding Dang's pastor is more of a pester. Yeah, <laughs> he's always asking for money. Add to that, with him, it's not about the traditional blood and body routine. Oh no, it's more about the Budweiser and the biscuits kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, oh dear, I suppose it doesn't help that Pastor Gator Dang is a distant relative of me fireman. Yeah. I understand, though, he's three times removed. <laughs> but despite the drama of acting stupid when he already is, I've still got that unforgettable little feature on my show. So is Ding Dang's southern quote. If his lips moving, he's lying. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> he reckons that little statement sums up just about everything, yep that comes out of Skip Nair's mouth. Oh well, that's hardly a revelation. Skip was born to lie. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up, i got Ned's sagacious moment for you. I might not be a serious old sage, but I got time to think and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, my lovely listeners, so moving on from farm life in general for a minute, I've spent a few hours this week questioning all this endless talk about the climate, yeah, or what I call concerning bunch of poorly thought out buzzwords. Yeah, we've all heard them, you know, climate change, climate crisis and the like. Well, naturally, we're all concerned about the health and future of our little planet. But what's been troubling me is the media seems to be blaming every earthly event on climate change. After all, hurricanes, tornadoes and monsoons have been happening for as long as humans can recall. 
add to that nobody living today was around when other so-called major climate events occurred in our Earth's history. So not a soul can truly predict what's either happening or has happened before with 100% accuracy, can they? Either way, I'm interested in the facts, not fiction, wild prediction or simple lies. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind neighbour old Lonnie and you just swing at old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's cool, do you know Fred? Sometimes I wish I did. <laughs> it's the same old thing every week. Bring a bottle, bring your wife or girlfriend, and of course the old potluck dish for the free-flowing buffet. Yeah, Fred mingles with like-minded swingers. That's his potluck part of the experience. And old Lonnie, well, he always eats his way through stacks of free food, which this week included... Well, I hate to say, but it looked like it was still crawling around his plate. <laughs> so when Saturday finally rolled round, Fred told me this week's theme was the hypnotic party. Oh dear, Fred reckons his plan is to attract a more interesting bunch of swingers. And this week, Fred was offering up a special guest. Yep, Harry the hypnotist. He was ready and willing to hypnotise all the guests, of course. When I watched Fred's motley selection arriving, I thought, yep, hypnotism might be the only way they'll actually get to party with each other at the party. <laughs> anyway, I averted my gaze, of course, and quickly headed home. Mm, fast too. Oh dear. <laughs> well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. My 95-year-old, rather old nan, the miserable old crew herself. As a little feature on the show, your old nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old nan remembered something, but it wasn't what that thing, you know, she was trying to remember before. Oh no, her latest memory was actually sparked by that visit to the luxury beach spa. This time, old Nan actually remembers the time when she didn't have to roll up her excess skin and hide it inside her collar or up her sleeves. She reckons that as time goes by, there's more hanging than staying put, and of course, there's nothing to hold it up anymore. On the other hand, that might be because the old crow hasn't managed to find the right shade of duct tape yet to match her skin tone. <laughs> Either way, I decided to include a word from me rapper restaurant that ceased to run in buddy too. Yeah, that's Bashana Company. He wanted to have a little feature on my show, as you know, and he's been chatting about his family. <laughs> yep, at last count, there were well over 500 of them. What it is thought, eh? <laughs> anyway, Bashana's not interested in the earthly ones. Oh no, he's still big on the afterlife and reincarnation. So he's letting us know about some of the oddest kinds they've experienced. <laughs> this time... It's his uncle, Viraj Kondapinde. He was apparently the most disliked and spiteful member of the Kondapinde clan. 
and like to write little poison pen letters to other members of the family. Mm, very strange. He, d- he died suddenly, though, last year, and Pishana reckons he swallowed his own poison. Add <laughs> <laughs> to that, Pishana says Viraj has already been reincarnated. Yep, as a mailbox. Okie dokie. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Pishana reckons it makes sense. Everyone can now send him letters instead. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, they can't do anything with his reincarnation. After all, interfering with a mailbox is still a federal offence. Not quite what I expect to hear, but uh, there is something to that one for sure, isn't there? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely, tiny old music means it's time again. My book reviews. Yep, I get my hands on a few and I feature them right here on my show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes, if it's really bad, you have to burn it. <laughs> Middle of row books go in me giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> Okay then, well, this week I ended up with just one book and it's called Make a Political Point by B.S. Baffles. (laughs) You know, I can't decide if it was a spoof book or a real one, but, you know, it's highly disturbing all the same. Either way, you rapidly learn what the author's initials really stand for. Yep, and it's not Bernard Sidney. (laughs) So let me give you a quick overview. B.S. is already in political office. Now there's something new. Yep, after all, politics is full of it. But the author is trying to tell you, the fledging politician, just how to make a name for yourself overnight. Apparently, it's easy. Yep, all you do is vocalise on just about every highly extreme point of view, insult the opposition as if they were the worst people on earth, make hideous personal remarks about folks' gender, race and anything else worth picking on. Yep, you'll be in the news in minutes and you'll have bigots crawling out the woodwork like overstuffed termites overnight. (laughs) Just longing to back up everything you say and repeat it. Or should I say, the BS you say. Oh well. (laughs) (sighs) Who really wants to read this? Well, I suppose if you can't find the latest issue of Narcissus Weekly, this is just the book for you. But I'm sure you already know what I'm doing with it, don't you? Yeah. Bring on me matches as soon as possible. <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all me shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. I got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world future. This time we're visiting Sudan and you'll be glad to hear it's not another tasteless, distasteful, rotten foodie one. Oh no, we're looking at some odd customs over the next few weeks. So back to the Surma tribe in Sudan. 
During their teen years, the young women undergo the start of a lip-stretching process. Yep, they have all their bottom teeth pulled out and they put this lip plate in. As time goes on, they increase the size of the plate as the lips get stretched further and further. Yep, until they no longer need a dinner plate, I suppose. Yep, it's already right there under their noses. <laughs> Add to that, a few of the men do similar things to their ears. That would be a little comment. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother young buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling estate. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years... Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. So, how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Nenat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. (laughs) First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. Well, actually, I better warn you up front, it's not exactly Nigel this week. Oh dear. You have messages. Well, hello, Ned. Surprise, surprise. Yardley Potts. Long time no speak. If you recall, I'm Nigel's actor brother, and I'm calling you from England. Poor old Nigel is suffering from gout right now. Yes, far too much red wine, I'm sure, poor darling. Anyway, your brother Buck said he's bored with fags and is looking for Mary Jane instead. And yes, it does sound absolutely ridiculous, doesn't it? Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what on earth he's talking about, as I haven't a clue. All I want to know is whether he's insulting me and looking for a new woman at the same time, or whether I've got completely the wrong end of the stick. To be honest, I often do. So, perhaps you could call me back, or even call Nigel, and uh, try and let us know what on earth he's talking about. Thank you so much, darling. Goodbye. You know, I just love the way he introduced himself on me voicemail, as if I actually know some other thespian who sounds just like him. Oh dear. Anyway, let me translate it for you, Yardley. This time, Buck says he's bored with fags and is looking for Mary Jane. (laughs) Of course, Yardley, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you. Well, this is a weird expression away, but totally different from what you'd imagine. By the way, Buck has a way of insulting everyone he meets, so I shouldn't worry about that. On the other hand, this week he's combined British and American slang. Yeah, obviously fags are cigarettes in England. And Mary Jane is not a woman at all. Oh no, but actually a weird expression, which in some southern US states is another slang name for marijuana. Either way... I hope that makes some kind of sense, Yardley. And of course, give our best wishes to Nigel for a speedy recovery. (laughs) 
This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I headed over to me and content political commentator neighbour Russia Stonewall Jackson Fram again this week to listen to a lot of air and gas, yet he's the guy with the same size carbon footprint as your average coal mine. Add to that, it's all in snippets, dies, instalments. Yep, with a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> this week, Rush is dodging his little feature on his show yet again. Yeah, as Rush recalls, where he's not just talking about his hopes for the Democrats, he's looking back at past events. Unfortunately, though, he's still focused on his ridiculous bucket list. <laughs> I just wonder how far he'd go, but this week, he says another bucket list item for him is two new border walls and a couple of ocean barriers too. <laughs> he says he wants his bucket list to have a way of keeping everyone out of his country. Oh dear. I so wanted to give him a list of obstacles to that plan but I wasn't in the mood for another crazy debate. Oh well, added to that, he usually doesn't manage to say much more before he excuses himself again with that standard statement. That's right. His great excuse to bail on me early. Gotta go. Oh dear, Rush has always got to go and flush. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit down. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Young Alice was in a happy mood when I visited this week. She reckons everything is going to be great for a couple of weeks now. After that, Mercury's off into that old retrograde thing again. Alice likes to avoid the world when that's happening. <laughs> On the other hand, though, she reminded me of how we should take more notice of nature, the wonders of nature too, and baffled me with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue. Jellyfish have no brain and are about 98% water. <laughs> yeah, they really have a lot in common with a few people I've met recently. <laughs> Add to that, the old mother Nan is 98% alcohol and she's slowly killing off what's left of her brain. Oh dear. Anyway, as always, Alice's coffee, cake and company was reliably nice. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, we lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, my listeners. Yep, I've got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. This week I only got one caller. Well, actually I did get more, but I successfully erased all my other messages by mistake. <laughs> Either way, this one is from Lorna in Louisiana. Yeah, she called me to chat about this really interesting story about a bunch of space scientists want to update Earth's message to the extraterrestrials. The last time a message was sent out was in 1974. And, of course, things have changed a bit since then, haven't they? After all, the original message was a binary-coded message to show stick figures of a human, a telescope, and our solar system. You know, Lorna, what's worrying me is how these already highly confused ETs are going to handle 
the modern message. Yup, a non-binary communication. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious Command agent, 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, I did say odd, didn't I? Anyway, here it goes. Here at Dr. Pest Inc., doing businesses that let someone else suffer enterprises, <laughs> we've definitely got the cheapest and most effective way of getting rid of pests. Just go to our website today at adopterpest.org and find our latest offerings. We've got our unique swap shop online. That's right, we keep it real here and you can pass off your most annoying pest to someone else who might just love what you hate. Yeah, we've got rat lovers, cockroach fans and gopher friends and even ant collectors. And they're ready and willing to swap your pests for theirs. But wait, that's not all. Our national sales manager, Swapaway Junior, has a special offer and just for Ned Nutter Show listeners, yeah. With every adopted pest this week, only you'll throw in a free trial of our 30-day tester pest guarantee and return policy. And you can't beat a deal like that, can you? So visit us today and remember our motto, don't kill it, swap it out today. <laughs> You know, I wasn't expecting that one at all. The idea is interesting enough, though, isn't it? Hmm. Only for the roaches, I doubt they've even got enough subscribers yet. I mean, I've got at least 100,000 available for adoption right now. <laughs> of course, for me, the disappointing side of this ad is there's no mention of the real pests, is there? I mean, those living inside me farmhouse, for one. Hmm. I'd love to find new homes for them all. Yep, I might even accept a box of venomous snakes in return. Mm. All right then, two boxes. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. On whichever way you dice it, this show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies, and on that note, I better go. So until next time, remember, farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe as podcast too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face, think positive, and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> the Ned Nat Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.